Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Uh, one of the things, of course, that we have to deal with is this equivalence, because that is how a lot of the the uh, maybe it's a strategy. It's uh, just uh, a very very dangerous type of an argument and it's used very very comfortably on social media. What am I talking about is the hostages the hostages that were taken and uh, as they have been released or some of them have been released over the last week we've seen a very very real attempt to turn the Palestinians who were released from Israeli prisons for acts of violence, for various acts uh, of, of violence. And we've tried to, we've seen a real attempt to create a moral equivalence between the two of them. Joining us this morning is, uh, is uh, Tamer Masudin, an anti-Semitism activist. A very, very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing? Yeah, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So this is obviously a very dangerous, this is obviously a very dangerous, uh, a, a argument because it's, it, it's yet another way to allow people not to see Hamas for what it is. Is this a deliberate thing? Uh, from my experience so far and also being on social media, I believe it's, uh, it's a very deliberate thing. Uh, also, it's uh, some sort of a tactic uh, by Hamas to make sure that uh, they view uh, those who were released from uh, Israeli prisons and those who were released from uh, uh, captivity Israelis as, as equal. And uh, it's completely false and wrong because when you look at the matter of, of facts and the people who have been uh, abducted by Hamas, you can see women, children, uh, elderly, and you can see the people who were released from the Israeli prisons as exchange, most of them come as uh, convicted terrorists. So I think uh, there isn't any moral uh, equivalent here uh, to point. Mm. I actually wondered why Hamas is even bothering. Do they really care about their their fighters and their the prisoners in Israeli prisons, or is it just to showcase? Because I would imagine that wasn't oh. the reason they agreed to the pause. I, w- I would have thought they agreed to the mm-hmm. pause for other reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from, uh, I assume also smarter people said it before me, but uh, I think that uh, the main reason that Hamas agreed to, to the ceasefire or initiated the ceasefire uh, is basically to have uh, a couple of days to, to breathe and uh, to get out of their tunnels uh, and to basically reinforce. Uh, from my point of view, they, they don't really view or care much about uh, uh, the Palestinian prisoners, uh, but more like to score uh, some points on uh, public opinion, uh, specifically in, uh, in the Arab world. Mm-hmm. But, so, so I've seen a lot of people very, uh, you know, doing a good job of, of listing the people, the, uh, the prisoners who were released and the things that they've done. But, uh, the, the, the danger with it is if you choose not to see it, well, then you simply don't see it. And, and that is a, a problem that I'm seeing more and more on social media. If you could ignore Hamas's um, actions on October the 7th, along with the, the, the multitude of ways it's proven what happened, uh, then you can kind of ignore anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just give you a small anecdote. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
since uh, something I, I realized and understood since uh, uh, October the 7th uh, is basically a lot of the terrorists that uh, infiltrated the, uh, the Israeli border and, and did the massacres in the kibbutzim. Uh, and even some of the commanders uh, in, uh, in Hamas that mm. were uh, eliminated by the IDF were prisoners who were released uh, in the Gilad Shalit exchange back in, uh, when was it, I think, 2006 or maybe mm. 2005. Mm. Uh, and we're seeing basically the, the same thing um, here again. Uh, having that uh, before it was uh, around uh, 1,000 uh, uh, convicted uh, terrorists for uh, one uh, or two Israeli soldiers that, that were released. And this time we're seeing like uh, a, a much more, a little bit balanced exchange. But uh, um, the moral question is, is still exists. I mean, what's going to happen for those people who are going to go back to, to the West Bank and, uh, and maybe uh, the Gaza Strip? Will they be uh, uh, well-behaved citizens who are just going to continue their day-to-day work and, uh, and live? Or are they going to go back to their ways and try? to again attack uh, uh, Israel and Israelis and civilians uh, in the name of uh, resistance. Yeah, very, very interesting. It, it's very interesting indeed. It, this whole, this whole um, fight and the level of anti-Semitism is no doubt going to rise exponentially from this morning onwards now that the, the mm-hmm. pause is over and the, the act of war resumes. Uh, it's uh, what's your thought on how on where this is going to be going now? Uh, in my opinion, on 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 the front of social media, anti-Semitism is already rising. Um, during my work and uh, my uh, active volunteering, I've seen surge of uh, millions of uh, posts, mainly in uh, in Arabic in uh, in the Middle East. Um, that comes from uh, uh, basically attacking not only Israelis but so, but also Jews uh, for being Jews. So we already know for a fact that anti-Semitism is uh, is on a high right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my opinion on how things are going from here is uh, basically uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, sorry, today morning, uh, the ceasefire was uh, broken by Hamas. We uh, launched missiles uh, at seven in the morning. So I think basically they just uh, reignited the the war again. And I believe we're going to keep fighting until uh, we're either going to reach a point in which uh, both sides are uh, are too exhausted to to continue or to the complete and utter dismantle of Hamas. And uh, my opinion from the public, uh, from Israeli public, they want to see uh, nothing more than the full dismantle of Hamas uh, and it's a uh, Nazi ideology. Mm. How are Israelis feeling? You know, my, my observation earlier in the week was that I'm not sure how much Israel has achieved yet in terms of in terms mm-hmm. of this war. And um, although mm-hmm. I know in theory a pause is always good, and it was it was very important uh, to right. get the hostages back, I couldn't, God forbid, put myself in a position of one of the families waiting. Mm-hmm. For, you know, so, so, so right. I get it. Right. I get how difficult this was. But I also, even from as far away as I am, feel a level of frustration because 55 or 56 days into it, I'm not sure that, you know, Hamas still seems to be very much in control of Gaza, aside from certain areas where, where the IDF is. What's your thoughts on it? Well, my, put, uh, my thought on that is uh, that, first of all, the Israeli public feel 
uh, tremendous. Uh, I think I said it before. Tremendous amount of anger and and uh, mm, mm. uh, uh, specifically against uh, Hamas. And also, even though we're achieving uh, good results since uh, the seventh of October, uh, eliminating eliminating uh, different Hamas commander, commanders, and also uh, basically reaching the point until we 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 reach uh, the Shifa Hospital and uh, discovered and showed the world the tunnels uh, and the, the infrastructures that were built by Hamas. Uh, to fight uh, and launch their terror attacks uh, that were there. Um, but uh, as I said it before, the Israeli public wants nothing uh, more than seeing Hamas uh, dismantled. Uh, the people who live uh, uh, near the Gaza Strip in the Kibbutzim and in uh, Sderot and Ashkelon, uh, they want to go back to their homes and, uh, and live peacefully, and they don't want uh, to wake up uh, every once in, uh, in a while to, to the sounds of uh, missiles and uh, uh, maybe even worse, uh, terrorists are going to infiltrate the borders again. It's a, it's a real fear. It's a real threat, and people are realizing it. And um, there is a lot of pressure from the Israeli public for to continue um, ongoing on the war until uh, Hamas is, dis- is dismantled. Absolutely, and I just uh, pray that they are able to achieve that with the minimal amount of casualties. That is where we leave it. Thank you for that, Tamer Masood, an anti-Semitism activist, talking to us about the current levels of anti-Semitism, misinformation, and where we are in terms of this process.